We are officially over a month into the NHL season, so we are going to take a look at the biggest surprises so far in the Western Conference this season. All that and much more on today's episode of Locked On NHL. Your Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to Locked On NHL Podcast. I am your host for today's episode, Brett Holden, as I am from the Locked On Oilers show. I'm normally joined by Jess today, but unfortunately she couldn't make it, so it is just me flying solo today. Uh, Today we are chatting about the biggest surprises so far in the Western Conference this year. One we are going to start off with is a little bit more recent as they are on a difficult seven game losing streak we'll talk about that team in just a second also on today's episode we are also going to talk about the surprising second place team in the central as not a lot of people expected this team to get off to the start with a new coach that they have also to close out today's episode the crazy pacific Division. All the uncertainty in that division has come to fruition. All that and much more on today's episode of Locked On NHL. Thank you so much for making Locked On NHL your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you find your podcasts. Alrighty, let's start off with that team that I just mentioned that is currently on a seven-game Losing streak, losing again last night against the Boston Bruins, (laughs) and there's something going on in St. Louis. Three wins, seven losses for them, and seemingly the streakiest team in the NHL. Started off the season with three straight wins against the Blue Jackets, the Kraken, and the Oilers. However... They haven't won since October 22nd, that game against the Edmonton Oilers. And they haven't had favorable uh, outcomes either. Not some favorable results. Other than the fact that they have lost seven in a row, they haven't been favorable losses either. They started off with a 4-0 loss against the Winnipeg Jets. And that trend kind of continued. Edmonton came back for their rematch, their their swan song from the uh, the game against uh, the matinee that was against the uh, St. Louis Blues. They came back and won it three to one, and it just kept rolling for the St. Louis Blues. A six two loss, another four goal deficit loss for the Blues, and it just kept going seven four against Montreal. against the Kings, 5-2 against the Islanders, and again last night, 3-1 against the Bruins. (coughs) So what is the issue for St. Louis? I mean, Ryan O'Reilly has only scored one goal so far this season. That was against the Edmonton Oilers. 
the first game against the Edmonton Oilers where they won 2 nothing. Ever since then, still hasn't scored a goal. A seven-game goalless drought for him, and that is where he's sat. Jake Neighbors, a guy who has come in, a rookie this season for the Blues, but a guy, if you are going to be successful in the NHL, you need your younger guys to excel for you. That is the league that we're in now, especially with the salary cap. You need those, those, those cheap options to go out there and provide. And so far, only one goal for him as well. Not fantastic. But Jordan Binnington, the perpetual Vesna candidate, has been borderline Jack Campbell-esque. 3.37 goals against average for Jordan Binnington so far this season with a .886 save percentage. 3-5-0 so far this year. Only goalie to get a win so far for St. Louis. So I don't know how much that is saying, considering that they have now lost seven in a row. Jordan Cairo, a guy who, who's expected to be a massive contributor for them as well, has three goals, not bad so far this year, but one assist, so four points so far this year. Leading point getter has 10. Kyrie is expected to be one of those leading point getters. Not there. Pavel Buchnevich. One goal, one assist, two points. No contribution. Colton Pareko has two assists. Not exactly a guy who's going to go out there and provide tons of points for your team. But still somebody that you expect, especially when it comes to the special teams maybe if he makes any time yes Justin Falk will be the guy on the power play one but not exactly like they have an overpowered power play they're using both of their units to provide and Colton Pareko is going to be on that second unit what is going wrong with them well as mentioned they have had no goal support in these games, four nothing against Winnipeg, three one. They're the most amount of goals that they have scored this season is four, and in that game they allowed seven. Last time I checked, that's not how you win hockey games. Last time I checked, in fact, you got to score more than the other team, and the last time I also checked, four isn't greater than seven. So. You can go and sit there and say, well, you got to prevent more goals than the other team, than the other team, or you got to prevent more goals, essentially. But you're not getting that from A, your defense, who is relatively, maybe not relatively offensive minded, but you do have a lot of offensive talent on that back end. Jordan Bennington isn't giving that, that support that you need from a goaltender that maybe has a, a streaky defense. And I'm not going to say that the St. Louis Blues have a bad defensive core. I, I think that's actually quite the opposite. But sometimes you do fall into ruts where that good defensive core may just get caught a couple of times. 
but a couple of times doesn't equal seven. When Thomas Grice has the best save percentage on the team with a 9.15, which is objectively pretty good, there's still a problem when you still have Jordan Binnington as your starting goaltender. You traded Vili Husso, who is tied for the league lead in shutouts so far this year. And you just let him go. And now look where you're at. Your only three wins came against, well, the Columbus Blue Jackets are tied with the worst record in the league. They do have the worst record, but tied with the least amount of points in the entire league. The Seattle Kraken, you just happened to find the Seattle Kraken in their one weak spot, but it was the second game of the year. Then the Edmonton Oilers, another streaky team as well. And after that game, the Edmonton Oilers went on a five-game win streak. So, what's going on with the St. Louis Blues? Currently sitting last in the Central, and currently the only team that is currently tied with uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets in points. Luckily, the Blue Jackets have one more loss than, well, two more losses, or three and nine, while the uh, St. Louis Blues are three and seven. Still, <laughs> two more losses, and they have the exact same uh, record. Not great for a team who's perpetually in the the playoffs. Who gave the St. Louis Blue or gave the Colorado Avalanche, excuse me, their biggest test last season in the playoffs? Now we're sitting here going, well, <laughs> how good will Connor Bedard look in St. Louis Blue? Tough start for the St. Louis Blues and not what we expected as hockey fans, as ho anyone in general from them. Uh, let's move on to the uh, surprising, let's stay in the Central. On the other side, the surprising second place team in the Central. And they just got a new coach. Things have flipped on their head a little quicker than people anticipated. We'll talk about that in a second, but this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur sport, uh, amateur league uh, out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at betonline.net. I think I've seen Canadian Premier League on there as well, if I'm not mistaken, which I think their finals actually this weekend. So, uh, Canadian Premier League for all you Canadians. Take a peep out for that. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Bet Online as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Let's move on to the Winnipeg Jets, as they are the surprising team. At the top of the Central Division, well, second place in the Central Division, and you know what? That's quite the shock. 
Jess and I talked about this entire offseason and early in the season as well. But you know what? I'm not too pumped to see what the Winnipeg Jets will do. They have a new coach. Pierre-Luc Dubois seemed like he didn't want to be there anymore. It was just a matter of time before he was a Montreal Canadien. And then all of a sudden you go, oh, Mark Shifley might not be there after he goes, oh, I have to talk to my agent. Connor Hellebuck is perpetually a fantastic goaltender and one of the best goaltenders in the league. But you sit there and go, oh, how long will he last there if they're not winning? You know, their their defense sometimes looked like, were they going to do anything? Well, yeah, they did. In fact, they are 7-3-1 so far this season, second best in the uh, Central Division, and Connor Hellebuck is being Connor Hellebuck. A 209 goals against average for Hellebuck, a .936 save percentage from the American goaltender. He has six wins on the year and two shutouts. That is the performance you need from your goaltender, especially when you have a lot of questions around your team, maybe not only defensively, but in general. Well, Connor Hellebuck is bringing the heat for the Winnipeg Jets. On top of it, too, it's not only those guys that you expect to be on top of the uh, uh, point board, like the Nick Ehlers, the Mark Shifleys. It's Josh Morrissey who is leading the Jets in points this year. One goal, 10 assists, good for 11 points so far this year in 11 games. And then again, we talked about how Pierre-Luc Dubois was potentially on his way out this offseason. It seemed like a matter of time before he was going to the Habs. I mean, he had that really weird and cryptic uh, uh, press conference, and then his agents started talking, and all of us went, oh, what? What's going on here? Well, he's sitting at second on the team with five goals, five assists, 10 points there in 11 games. And then you have a guy named uh, Cole Perfetti. Don't know if you ever heard of him, but maybe you should start listening because he has seven points so far this year, more points than Nick Ehler so far. Uh, Kyle Connor as well, he has more points playing on the second line for him. And you know what? It hasn't been an easy road for Cole Perfetti. He was expected to be a more prevalent player for the Jets last year. Was up and down between the Jets and the uh, uh, Manitoba Moose. One of my favorite AHL teams, by the way. But uh, now he's a, a full fixture in that lineup for the Jets. He is having a fantastic season. One of the leading scorers in the NHL for the rookies so far. And that's what you need. Uh, compared to you take a look at what Jake Neighbors is doing in St. Louis. Take a look at how both teams are doing. Mark Shifley, of course, doing Mark Shifley things. Six goals so far this year. Two assists, eight points, sitting third on the team. Then Blake Wheeler as well. I mean... Got stripped of that uh, captaincy. Haven't even talked about the fact that Rick Bonus came in this season and a lot, again, changed the culture of that team. And that's not easy to do, especially in a, 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 a quick succession. 
again, Mar- uh, Blake Wheeler was stripped of that captaincy, and a lot of people really felt bad for Wheeler. A lot of people went and said, ah, Blake, sorry to hear, you know, it- it's this, that, and the other thing, and really felt bad for him. Well, Blake Wheeler said, I don't care. Again, and you sit there, in, especially in the NHL, and yes, you may have the letter on your jersey, but you know who the real leaders in a locker room is. Despite the fact whether or not they have an A or a C on their jersey, you can still be a leader without having a letter on your chest. And Blake Wheeler has taken that to heart, really, and has proven that, you know what, that letter, you know what, it did mean something. But that doesn't define him as a leader. That doesn't define him as a player. And he goes out there and proves it, not only on the ice, but off the ice as well. That's the perseverance that you need. Guys like Cole Perfetti, the Josh Morrisseys, the Mark Shifleys, the Nick Ehlers, the Kyle Connors to look up to and go, oh, okay, maybe I don't need this this, this celebrity status type thing with number or letter, excuse me, on my jersey. I can just go out there, do my thing, and I can be perfectly fine. Rick Bonus comes in, sets a new culture. You have this whole new mindset, and you take a look at the Winnipeg Jets that a lot of team, a lot of people wrote off as a team that probably wasn't going to do much this year. Now all of a sudden you're sitting there going, "Oh, okay, maybe Winnipeg is a pretty a difficult team to play against, but B, oh, they're getting pretty important wins. A win against Colorado, a." Decisive win against the uh, LA Kings, who are one of the better teams in the Pacific Division, which we'll get to as well. I mean, started off the season against the New York Rangers, who was one of the best teams in the league, a favorite for the Stanley Cup, and went in there and won 4-1. to one. And their losses, they've lost twice to one team so far, both against the Vegas Golden Knights. 5-2, and then most recently, a 2-1 loss, so they've learned from their, their mistakes. And then once against the Toronto Maple Leafs, who should be a wagon this year. And that game was uh, an odd one, <laughs> let's just say. A 4-1 loss for the Jets, but that was a little bit of an odd game. The Jets are in a pretty good path here. And by the end of the season, yes, it's the first month. A lot can happen. By the end of the year, we may be sitting there and going, hmm, we were wrong. I almost said the New York Jets, who did get a big win this weekend. Uh, no, the, the Winnipeg Jets, excuse me. Sorry for uh, the people in Winnipeg. One of my best friends is in Winnipeg. I apologize for that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's get into just the entire Pacific Division for our next and final surprise of the season, as that has been quite the uh, flipping of the script almost for the Pacific Division. We will talk about that in just a second. But today's episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Did you know that over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package thefts spike nationally? 
That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award-winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and a greater peace of mind this holiday season. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get priority police dispatch. 24-7 professional monitoring service costs less than $1 a day. Less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. Plus, with the top-rated Simply Safe app, you can stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere. Arm or disarm, unlock your door for a guest, access your cameras, or just adjust your system settings, all with the Simply Safe app. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That is simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Alrighty, as I reach for my notes for our final uh, period of today, our final surprise of the episode. There are a lot of surprises in the NHL so far. I mean, I haven't even talked about uh, the Vancouver Canucks. So, I, the, yes, we're talking about the Pacific Division here in general. So, I won't spend a lot of time on the Vancouver Canucks. Plus, we have talked a lot about the Vancouver Canucks over the last couple of weeks, so I won't nauseate you with that. Uh, very difficult situation as we still get more news and more weird bits and bobs out of Vancouver every couple of days going, what is happening? Like Jim Rutherford last night saying weird stuff about Bruce Boudreaux, and people are now talking about, oh, is Rutherford trying to get Bruce Boudreaux to, to quit and stuff like that, and it's... Really weird situation in Vancouver right now, and it makes sense. 3-6-3 three, and three start to their season as they were expected to be one of the dark horses of the season. Well, the season's certainly been dark. It has certainly been dark. Haven't had a lot of wins. Didn't get their first win until, I think, six games into the season for them. And it just continues to be difficult for them. But it hasn't been difficult for a couple of teams that we expected to be near the bottom. And that is the Vegas Golden Knights and the Seattle Kraken. Who somebody said today audaciously put the word red hot in front of. Yes, the red hot Seattle Kraken, the two expansion teams are currently sitting at the top of the Pacific Division when a lot of people have them sitting well near the bottom of it. Vegas Golden Knights had their difficult goaltending issue with Robin Leonard getting injured during, well, announcing that he was during the offseason after the fact that everybody already got their goaltenders. 
Jack Campbells, the Darcy Kempers, the Vili Husos, the Georgievs, the, the, the Samsonovs, the Matt Murrays. Everybody was gone. Then all of a sudden, Vegas goes, ha-ha! You don't have a goalie. <laughs> well, turns out you do, and his name is Logan Thompson. Logan Thompson leading the league. He's one of those three goaltenders on top of the NHL in shutout so far this year. Wow. Not what we expected out of Vegas. 11-2 and two start for them. A fantastic start, really getting the Jack Eichel that everybody expected Jack Eichel to be, but not the Jack Eichel that everybody expected would be in Vegas. But that's what we're getting. And it's kind of exciting. It's fun to watch this team. Alex Petrangelo, tough hit the other day against Josh Anderson, a tough hit from behind. But you take a look at the response. He popped right up and went right after him. Everybody started getting into it. And that is a real team mentality. That is a team that is together and ready to win for each other. Chandler Stevenson's one of my favorite players right now. Who, one of my favorite quiet players in the NHL who can just do it all. A great player. He, he can really produce offensively. And has a really good awareness of the game. And that is what a lot of players on the Vegas Golden Knights can do. They just have a great awareness of the game. They know their position. They know they're not Connor McDavid. So they go out there and do their job. And they're winning games. They look like the Vegas Golden Knights that went to the Stanley Cup Finals just in their inaugural season. And you want to talk about inaugural seasons? Well, the Seattle Kraken in their second season is having quite the season. And that's without playing Shane Wright a lot. He's playing on their fourth line, in fact. A lot of chatter around whether or not he's going to go back to the juniors. But the Seattle Kraken are still winning games. Matty Beneers has been fantastic. Nine points so far for Beneers in what? Uh, seven plus four, uh, seven, four, two, six. Uh, that is 13 games. I told you I'm a math person. <laughs> but again, nine points in those 14 games, 15 games, 14, 13 games. Math. Uh, for Matty Beneers, and he has been fantastic. Top line, playing top line minutes for that team. Running the power play. And again, I, I hate to beg on Jake Neighbors again because he is a Ed, former Edmonton Oil King. Won a, a, a Ed Chenoweth Cup with the Oil Kings just last year. But take a look at what the rookies who are doing well, take a look at the teams that those rookies are on and look at what they're doing. Take a look at what Jake Neighbors is doing and take a look at how that team is doing. You can say the same about the Edmonton Oilers. Take a look at how Dylan Holloway started off the season on the second line. Going to be fantastic. Had a great preseason. Now he's on the fourth line and played six minutes and five seconds just last night against the uh, Washington Capitals. And guess what? They lost. You can also say the exact same for the Los Angeles Kings, who the kids have come out to play. Branch Clark is getting more time. Maybe Sean Dursey has been a little here and there. 
But Gabriel Velarde has nine goals, five assists, 14 points. He's in the top five. I believe he's currently fourth in the league in goals. In the league in goals. And that's a t- I put Gabriel Velarde in my rookies forgetting that he has played not a full season, but he doesn't have that rookie tenure right now anymore because he has played games in the NHL. And they haven't been fantastic. A lot of people had Gabriel Velarde written off again. Another one of those players who were kind of written off. And now take a look at what they're doing. One of the leading scorers or leading goal scorers in the league. 14 points on the season. And his team is winning. 7-6-1 so far this year. Currently sitting third in the uh, Pacific Division. Where most people had the Kings. But you didn't have the Kings there because Gabriel Velarde was a goal away from 10 already. You had them there because, oh, okay, well, Jonathan Quick is still Jonathan Quick. Drew Doughty is healthy. You got uh, Andre Kopitar. You got a team who just gave the Edmonton Oilers a very difficult test in the playoffs. And they're young. <laughs> and take a look at how they're doing. Better then the Edmonton Oilers, who is currently sitting at 7-6-0. They have a game tonight against the Tampa Bay Lightning in a back-to-back. And they're probably, not to shed a, a difficult light on them, but it's going to be a difficult game. Might not win that one. They might go 7-7. Seven and seven. Not the start that everybody thought the Edmonton Oilers would have, especially considering that they are currently sitting fourth in their division, which would be a wild card spot if they could beat the other teams in the Central. Then the other wild card spot would currently be held up by the Calgary Flames, who everybody thought it was going to be the Edmonton Oilers and the Calgary Flames fighting it out for who's going to finish on top of the Pacific Division. Well, we're currently fighting out, or currently seeing a fight out for whoever's going to get out of a wild card spot. Both teams having relatively difficult times with their goaltenders. Uh, Jacob Markstrom, who is supposed to be another season of a Vesna favorite, hasn't been that. Jack Campbell also got some Vesna love from Anthony Stewart, got a big contract this year. Not so much. In fact, both of them have been outshone by their backups. Dan Vladar's looked fantastic in most of his outings. Same with Stuart Skinner. Then we get into the parts where we all kind of expected with the Ducks and the Sharks. But still, the Golden Knights first, Kraken second, Kings third, Oilers fourth, Flames fifth, Canucks sixth. That is not what we expected in the first month of this season. But here we are. A pretty exciting year so far when you take a look around the NHL. As the Oilers hosts, I do sit there and go, oh man, we have to watch a tough Oilers game again. Yes, I know. But objectively, that game against the Capitals was fantastic. Take a look at all the other games around the NHL. Take a look at the Calgary Flames. And yes, they did lose. And I'm not saying that. And yes, I'm the Oilers host. But they were up in that game. And then the New York Islanders came back in an exciting game and won in overtime. 
We're having a lot of fun in the season so far. A lot of questions, a lot of answers that will come for those questions. But again, it's just the first month. So those were the biggest surprises so far of the year in the Western Conference so far. Let me know what you think. Were those real surprises? Were you expecting some of those? I'm sure you may have expected some of those. But what are your biggest surprises so far? Let us know in the comments below, or you can find me personally on, well, basically every social media other than, uh, I think my MySpace is still this. I don't know. I haven't checked my. Uh, the real Holden 40, that is H O L D E N 40, like Devin Dubnik. But you don't care about me, you care about the show. So you can find Locked On Oilers on Twitter at Locked On Oilers, exactly how it sounds. And as well on YouTube, if you haven't subscribed already, what are you doing? You can head over to Locked On Oilers there, exactly how it sounds, or wherever you find your podcast there. Then, of course, Jess uh, should be back next week. Uh, unfortunately couldn't be here today so I'm sorry you had to listen to me solo but uh, either way I hope you have a wonderful day thank you so much for making Locked On NHL your first listen now for your second listen make sure you tune into Locked On Sports today the biggest stories of the day plus instant reactions big game recaps and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app YouTube and where wherever you get your podcast. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Stay safe and all the best.